0: What's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the normal guy lazy eye podcast presented by house enterprise as always i'm your host jared magazine just your neighborly normal guy with a lazy eye here connecting with people who have incredible stories to tell i know we took a little bit of a break but we're here in fall the leaves are changing the leaf peepers are coming up to new england the uh, air is crisp and i'm cold as hell but today's guest we are super excited to have on the show i've been Dying to have her on to tell her story. She is an incredible Boston content creator. I'm, of course, talking about Narcolepsy Betsy, a.k.a. Chrissy. She comes on the show, and this is a true and true Boston podcast. We talk a lot about some great stuff here in Massachusetts. A lot of great opinions on where the Boston content creating world is going. Maybe some of the gaps that we need to fill in terms of why is in Boston calling using its influencers from the city to promote the the, uh, the concert itself. What ways can we get better, I don't want to say representation, but just um, a little bit more exposure to this great city and obviously the great stuff that it has done for some of us content creators. So I'm really excited to have Chrissy on the show. I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story and I'm really excited to be back here with another episode. So without further ado, here is the one and only Narcolepsy Betsy. <laughs> This is the Normal Guy Lazy Eye podcast, a true eye opening experience. Well, here to wrap up the official end of summer on this week's episode, we welcome a very special guest, one of Boston's favorite content creators, reaching over 15,000 followers across social media. I'm, of course, talking about Narcolepsy Betsy, AKA Chrissy. Chrissy, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm doing amazing. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first like time doing a real podcast. So, well,
0: there we go. First uh-huh. for everything. I love it. I love it. So, how? Like, I guess we'll start with a softball question. Then, how was your summer?
1: <laughs> my summer was crazy. Um, I the, the summer was like the summer of TikTok. I yeah. started. I started this all like just in April. So mm-hmm. the summer it blew up. And I mean, I've been living in Boston for a while, but um, the summer was like. I went out in Boston like I usually do like all the time and I got recognized all the time And I was like whoa this is where it's getting big so I feel like it was a summer but I also I mean I posted on TikTok too I went through a lot of like personal growth this summer too Mm. so um it's been it's been a lot I've Mm -hmm. been through a lot and recognized a lot And I feel like I'm a different person now it's been like six months and Seven months since I've really started doing this thing, but um, isn't
0: it crazy? Something like that, like whether it's like you were saying, your post, you've just been posting for about like six months, and then or like something like a podcast. Even though it's probably taking a little bit longer for me, but just like even like the personal growth that you see in like two years, it's not necessarily like the growth about like the followers or the the reach. And like obviously, that's great accolades, but like I've learned so much about myself by just having these conversations with ninety-five different people. Like it's just so fun. Like I just like you think I'm the one that just asks questions, but I feel like I'm also learning a lot about how how. to talk to people and like what to talk about and like what to avoid to talk about and things like that it's just like being a little bit more open and personable in these types of conversations
1: right like totally and I feel like I'm just such a different person I mean I started TikTok and I was kind of just like making silly videos and like even the first videos that blew up were me making fun of like short kings Mm -hmm. and I got so many comments and so much feedback on it people thought it was hilarious first of all and I thought it was too but people were like men are genuinely insecure about their heights and like it's really mean and like content like this is making men insecure and stuff like that and even though I mean most of it was like kind of joking it kind of made me take a step back and I was like wait I really shouldn't be like making this kind of like making fun of men content on social media so I kind of like shifted a little I feel like I've even like shifted my um content just a little bit I mean I'm still Mm -hmm. like funny and silly and out there but um it's it's definitely fostered a lot of personal growth and just the messages I'm putting out there I try to be really careful of because I know that I have a lot of um like younger girls and younger people that are my audience so yeah yeah
0: it's it's interesting like i i would say like the majority of my audience is like my age demographic but it's always interesting to see like the younger crowd that listens to this stuff i'm like wow i didn't think that i would capture this younger audience but it is it's it's fun and it's interesting so i gotta ask you you just got back from a cruise a while back like was it like an abba cruise or something like what that was great i mean at least in your tiktoks i feel like it was abba everywhere but
1: (laughs) right so actually i went on vacation on a cruise um My cousin Carlos the Uber driver is a um, like a semi famous drag queen from New York City who he's headlining on a cruise right now. So I went on to that. I went on to like see him perform and obviously go on the cruise out of Miami. Then I also went to the boat cruise summer series. Um, They had like an ABBA disco cruise. So that was I was mixing
0: the two. Yeah,
1: (laughs) both in in August. I know I posted the content like around the same time because I got home from the cruise and then like the following weekend went on that um, like boat cruise in Boston Harbor. So yeah. Wow.
0: There you go. Well, so, okay. I got, uh, it's funny too. Like we were talking about how like this was like the wrap up of summer and we finally got like rain here in Boston this summer. I feel like that's all everyone ever talked about here like like people like it's not it hasn't rained we're in this drought and like growing up in southern california like that's no everyone knew that like that's just something that you just knew like take shorter showers don't water your lawn but here like people are taking it so seriously i felt like that's all people talked about that and like obviously the roofing problem in the city but like those are the two topics of the summer i feel like weather and roofing
1: (laughs) weather and roofing boston 2022
0: yeah like first it was covid then it was like we're getting out of covid now it was weather and roofing that's so this is that's the the theme of the summer
1: (laughs) it's also been scary and we'll talk more about the whole roofing thing too is but um it's just like this was our first real full I mean like 2021 we were kind of back but it was still like kind of COVID and people were cautious this was like our first real full summer back since like 2019 and the roofing epidemic it was like we have another thing to worry about you're not going to go to the bar and get COVID but you might go to the bar and get roofed. so right yeah. Right. Terrifying. So
0: let's, let's unpack that. Cause like yeah. for, for the, for the people in, that are not in the greater New England area might not be hearing about this. Like I know my listeners out in California are probably like, what the heck are they even talking about? So I want to hear from your perspective, right. And I'll give like a quick synopsis and add to it if you'd like, but basically here in Boston and in, in New England, there's been this absurd roofing problem where people have not even gotten up from their tables not even like it would cu- cu- keep their right. drinks covered. It would be as if, and I'm not blaming servers or bartenders because no. we don't know, but it's as if the bartenders would roofie the drink, then serve it to you because right. it's like, where did this come from? I haven't left this thing. So I wanted to get it from your perspective I've, as like a woman and, and like, obviously you go out in Southie. What has it been like to, to, to see this and like to kind of like change how we go out, how we interact with people, how we carry our drinks? What has that been like for you?
1: Right. So, um, I think at the beginning of this whole thing before it was like a, re- like a really, really huge thing. Cause it really like kicked off at like end of spring, beginning of summer, all these women around Boston started noticing like, Hey, I got roofie or my friend got roofie or this was weird. We didn't drink that much. We had one drink and someone was blackout drunk and they had all these symptoms and stuff like that. So they kind of really got together on social media. And I have to credit, um, Mel from Mel's mantras. She's really like the Boston roofie, um, Queen of TikTok. She's mm-hmm. been like really diving in on like she made a whole Facebook page called Booze in Boston where girls are posting, like, hey, this happened here and bars to avoid and where to go. And um, we've also been working with nightcap It, which is a little scrunchy cover that you put over your drink to I saw um, that. Yeah, I like protect that. yourself. But um basically, or I think it was around February or March. Um, I had gone out with some of my friends to Capo Basement in Southie. And um oh, I remember like walking <laughs> right? Of course, like typical but I remember walking down the stairs and someone being like oh hey be careful last time I was here I was roofied and I kind of was like oh god okay I'm gonna watch my drink and I remember like going to the dance floor and I came back like 15 minutes later my friend had had like one drink and she was like falling over at the bar and the um I made a tiktok about this but the bouncer came over and like dragged her out of the bar and it was this big thing and I was like since when is like people are people getting roofied Mm in Boston Southie like this is so weird and then weeks later it started coming out that it was like everywhere right. and it was like people went to tables like you said they went to restaurants and so they don't really know where it's coming from I've heard cases where like people are paying off bartenders to do it I mean I don't know I mean I've, I'm thinking just coming out of COVID it's I don't we don't really know where it's coming from but um it's terrifying as a woman it's definitely scary to go out in Southie and I think the I kind of started just ordering like canned drinks that was just like I'm not even messing with this. It's harder to roofie a can drink, right? You know? Yeah, it's definitely terrifying, and just kind of. I mean, thanks to Mel and that page, it's kind of good to know like places to go out and to watch your drink and to really be like hyper focused and really careful about um, where you're going out and the people around you. But um, it's scary as a woman in Boston, and um, it's definitely now that it's out there and people are aware of it. It's I'm really happy social media has given us a voice and being yeah. able to be like hey this is a problem here's where to go here's where not to go here's how to stay safe
0: yeah and, it, and it's interesting too because like obviously it's it's impacted a lot of women but i've even seen it in like men like to your point like right. i've seen guys who are similar to my build or taller or bigger have two drinks one or two drinks and they have that same sort of fumbling mentality they, w- they woke up and don't remember like six hours of the night which is right. like, A very scary, like, I mean, like, yes, I probably did that a couple of times in college on my own dime and on my own expense. But like, just like when you're like, I swear to God, I didn't have as many drinks. Like, it's like, there's so many questions that you wake up with the next morning and I just it's just crazy you always think like oh that'll never happen to me like you heard stories about it in college like oh yeah. always cover your drinks always protect your drinks never you know like never dr- leave a drink unattended but it's like some of these sounds like they're not even unattending the drink so right. it's it's insane and I it's it's good to see that Boston is in a very like Boston way like rallying around this very quickly like in a very like Boston type of way I guess so I think it is important just to be careful where you go and and be careful with what you drink I like your idea I've been doing the same thing of just sticking to canned drinks like you watch the bartender literally crack it open they can't do anything so like just make sure you're watching the drink get made and all that fun stuff but yeah, it's an interesting thing that we got. Just another thing we have to deal with. First it was COVID. Now oh. it's roofing. Oh
1: <laughs> seriously. And um uh make sure to I'll tell the listeners here to yeah, um, Booze in Boston on Facebook is yeah. um, Mel's Mantra's page where people are posting like all their experiences and all the and um she actually does on TikTok like a roofie roundup where she'll she'll talk about um the different bars people have been like experiencing roofies at that week or seen weird things. So it's really good that we have the social media platform, especially with TikTok it's able to reach it's like Boston audience, like right. through its algorithm right. and hit the people who need to see it of like, Hey, don't go to these bars or Hey, be careful or Hey, cover your drink type yeah, of thing.
0: So absolutely. So we'll yeah. get to you in just one more second, because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, w- it wouldn't be a Boston podcast if we didn't sit here on September 19th, it's literally like technically fall in two days or whatever right. is <laughs> we are now in apple picking season. <laughs> and we just talked about summer, and summer's great, but it's a little too hot. Would you say the fall is the best time in New England, or or are you more of a summer person?
1: I am at heart a summer girl. Like, okay. um, I grew up um, all <laughs> kind of all over New England, but Lake Winnipesaukee is like um, my family's whole place, and so I am by far like a summer because especially like you have you have lakes, you have the beaches, you have like the beautiful Boston rooftops, like everywhere in New England is just like but Chrissy what about the leaves the leaves I know but I mean yeah there's the fall it only lasts like a a little bit and I it's probably my second favorite I mean I'm a fan of
0: like okay you aren't a fan of winter
1: (laughs) surprise dang it (laughs) yeah but um I'm a fall girl I mean I'm a summer girl at heart but um I, I do love the fall too, it's, so i'm I, excited
0: i was talking to somebody i was at a house party the other day or like a house warming party that's how Perfect. that's how you know you're getting old like people are like we just moved in like come to yeah. our house and eat chips and like don't do anything dumb because it's our brand new house I like yeah soon <laughs> too.
1: Uh- <laughs> um, yeah
0: exactly and it's like it's it was like they're talking about leaf peepers and again oh i never i grew up in california and again i've been in new england for for like over seven years now mm-hmm. i've never heard someone coin the phrase oh they're gonna come for leaf peeping season really not a thing
1: I, yeah so i think it's more of like a
0: new hampshire like, vermont thing right Right. Yeah. like my
1: dad's whole family is from um like the north conway area so that mm. is like crime tourist like leaf it, they're called the leaf peepers like yeah it, the leaf
0: peepers it, they're, they're coming so
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's not i feel like not as much maybe like more outside of boston yeah. where it's more like nature and stuff like that where people are like looking at leaves but definitely new hampshire vermont is like prime leaf peeper city
0: oh if you google like best places to see the foliage you'll get like 10 page articles and like full synopsis and you know the analytics and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. for those leaf peepers that want to come and visit new england stick to the big the big woodsy areas up in up in new hampshire and vermont
1: (laughs) for real for real but no the summer's been it's been real it's been crazy and um, i'm excited for fall yeah
0: there we go pumpkin spice and everything that Nice. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Duncan. Pumpkin. I was just at Trader Joe's last night. Like, I was I was at Trader Joe's, and oh, I swear I just went bananas on the pumpkin. I don't know <laughs> if it's all good. I just kind of like I was like, it's just going in the fridge, and I'll just try it at a later date. They
1: like put pumpkin flavoring and everything. It'll be like pumpkin flavored mustard, and you're like, okay, yeah. I just want something. Like,
0: more. Yeah, this, I don't think this makes. Yeah, like you try it, you know. Like I like there's there was uh, autumn flavored pasta sauce, and I was like, what does yeah. autumn taste like? Yeah. Like i know what it smells like i know what it wants like you want it to taste like but also like do i want to put that on pasta probably like, come not?
1: on it's just pumpkin it's, it's just
0: pumpkin funny. puree like don't don't yeah. don't make it spicy here like you know so all right so you grew up in new england can you tell us a little bit about life growing up in in your household
1: yeah so um I grew up all over New England. Um, I, before the age of 12, moved, I think lived in, by the time I was 12, I moved into my seventh house. So I was born in Maine, also lived in New York, um, Seacoast, New Hampshire, Vermont, um, lived in Florida for a little bit. So that was outside of the Northeast. And then um, I spent all of middle school and high school in Southern New Hampshire. I grew up in Wyndham, um, actually fun fact Kevin Cooney is from when we went to high school together
0: shout out Kevin Cooney I know Fellow friend of the podcast. The podcast
1: a while ago yeah <laughs> but he's a big Boston creator and I'm like he's
0: <laughs> huge it's awesome yeah. it's awesome to see what Kevin's doing but so, so like because I have always thought this is interesting for people that do move around a lot growing up because like now people because my parents don't live in the same house that I grew up in anymore. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they moved my, they moved when I graduated college. So I always say I grew up in Southern California, and when I go visit my parents, I don't say I'm going home. I say I'm going to visit my parents' house. Like right. to me, I consider Boston, and well, I, I live in Somerville. I know you had a TikTok about guys who talk about they're from Boston and they live 30 no, minutes but I, I know like- I saw it I saw it and I'm I'm also I'm
1: also like that too like
0: I'm like you're not from right. Boston but anyway. I more
1: meant like Bill Ricca like when they're yeah out, yeah yeah like, like, like outside, when, I Woburn, when I lived in Woburn
0: when I lived in Woburn I would tell all my kids all my friends from California that I live in Boston and I, was, I know I was lying to myself like I was like hey, just, just don't like, even cool but I wasn't going to say I live in Woburn, Massachusetts and like, what's Woburn? And I'm like, I hear, you know, so, (laughs) but so for you, like someone who's moved around a lot, do you have a place that you feel like is more now home to you?
1: Definitely Boston. I mean, I have it. I mean, it's, I've lived here since after college and I went to college at Endicott. So up in Beverly, but, Mm. um, even, so I have family that was lived South of the city and I like grew up with them. And um, so I was coming to Boston all the time. My dad was really into the Red Sox. We would always go to Red Sox games. We'd always like come do Boston things. And then actually the town in Southern New Hampshire I'm from is like 35 minutes outside the city, really. Mm-hmm. So I went to Boston all the time growing up and then throughout college. And now I like live here. So um, it really feels like home to me. I, if I were to pick somewhere a second it'd probably be like Lakes region, New Hampshire, cause I've always mm-hmm. kind of been there too, but yeah
0: that's funny dude like when you were growing up because like I grew up an hour south of LA
1: mm-hmm. like
0: when I would go into LA as a kid I'd be like oh I'm going to the big city right like, right baby like I'm going I'm, I'm gonna see mm-hmm. the bright lights were you the same way coming oh, down totally. 35 minutes down 93? Totally.
1: <laughs> I remember like my dad being super cliche and like playing like the Augustana Boston song yeah, like, yeah, yeah. driving oh, in. Like,
0: great song <laughs>
1: right it's like a followed by no, Dropkick Murphy's
0: to kick it up a notch you know
1: But yeah, that whole dramatic like oh we're going to the city, like we're driving over the bridge. Yeah,
0: exactly. I I, I, like every time I see like kids at a at a Red Sox game and they're like really entranced by it. I'm like wow, they're making their big debut to the city. You know,
1: like it's so cute. That was. I think I went to the Red Sox like at least once a year as a kid, and it was always like I would sit there and wait for Sweet Caroline to play.
0: Yeah, like we're not leaving until the eighth inning at least, (laughs) right? I don't care if it's past my bedtime. I'll yeah. do my homework when I get home. Cause I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you started, you, you said you started t- making content about six, seven months ago, but mm-hmm. I guess like what like piqued your interest in getting into content? Like, where did you start to be like, I want to start doing this?
1: I have the funniest story. Yes. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I was, I've been making TikToks for a long time. Just like even growing up, I always made like I did like video editing and like right. stuff like that. And I actually used to work for um, running barstool social media in college. But, oh, were uh, you?
0: Uh, what What are they? Of uh, uh, Vice. Viceroy, um, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was
1: Viceroy, and so it's pretty legit. Even though you're running just your college account, people are like, "Oh, it's whatever." Just the barstool college account, it's like, no, it's actually, a
0: big deal. I've heard, the I've barstool. heard plenty of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a lot um, of rules.
1: <laughs> seriously, so um, one of my best friends now is like someone that was all through that program too. Mm. Um, but um, <laughs> sorry. I get no, so no, no, no.
0: It's okay. I totally threw you off. But yeah, the, the, like how it how did it all started to get like more serious on the content side.
1: Right, right, right. So um, I made it like a big video that went pretty viral back in November of 2021, and then um, I kind of like I was like my brain just needs to know the reason why everything works. So I kind of just researched the algorithm. And like, okay, mm. I made a big video. How do I keep getting more views and stuff like that? So I just kept making content. And then I had a couple of big videos and then really in March around the St. Patrick's Day parade. It was like mm. when my like big Boston video came out, it was like me um just standing in a huge crowd of like all men, my height. And it was just <laughs> like a short King spring here in Boston.
0: <laughs> oh, and, um, my and, that, and that
1: took off really well. And so I just kept making content around like, Dating in Boston and stuff like that, and it kind of started to like those all kept getting views. And I talked about Boston bars. And then one night I had had a couple drinks with friends, and I was like, "I'm gonna be a Boston content creator." And they were like, "Yeah, like you're gonna do it, whatever." Love that. You should should DM someone. Like you should find one of the Boston like tiktokers to dm and you should shoot them a dm and be like hey want to collab so i started looking through tiktok and um it was fenty fried chicken (laughs) shut
0: up fenty fried chicken
1: (laughs) right i mean all those videos together so i yeah those were great it was like midnight and i like slid into his dms and i was like hey i'm a boston tiktoker like here's my at like um do you want to do a collab and then i remember waking up the next morning super hungover and he had responded and he was like yeah send me a script and i was like oh my god (laughs) i'm doing this
0: so oh, um love that. yeah
1: we ended up we made that we made a couple videos and it they took off like
0: yeah they've time. done really well yeah, yeah absolutely and
1: um and so it just kind of started from there and i just kept making boston content and then pretty quickly into it i got a duncan sponsorship which was like mind-blowing
0: that's awesome that was
1: back in like may right so, um yeah now i just signed my fifth brand deal i'm going on to my sixth and yeah
0: congratulations that's Thank awesome you. that's I awesome I feel like for any kid growing up in New England, like signing your Duncan brand deal is like a big right. deal
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it, like it was the first brand deal I got too. like it wasn't yeah. even some like small little company and I remember calling um my drag queen cousin I had talked about and I was like because he does a lot of this big stuff too and um sure. I called him, and I was like guess what company just emailed me that they want me to like be an influencer for them and he was like oh what is it Duncan and I was like no like it really is <laughs> like i just got a duncan sponsorship so that's that's been awesome. crazy. it's been so
0: fun that's awesome mine was mine was different mine was manscaped and it was wow. so fun yes obviously that's but the big it,
1: podcaster one
0: it's a big podcaster one i was super pumped about it and my dad said like i'll never forget he's like i can never listen to those ads and i was like <laughs> perfect I was like then I'm doing them right because if you can't get through them and like my right. girlfriend's mom she was like I I don't know I don't know what it means I don't I don't care like, the I
1: skipping the ads And I was like perfect It means it's working <laughs> <laughs> like if it's just uncomfortable enough for my parents to not that I'm doing to great it, <laughs> yeah
0: oh but it's it's so interesting because like you know when people talk about like creating content it's all about like you have to ride the wave. Like if you catch a like even a spark or a flame, and if this is something you want to do, you have to be fully into it. Like obviously, we'll talk to, about this in a little bit, but like you have yeah. a job, and I know you you have other priorities and other obligations. But like, right. if you're committed to this content thing, just like I'm committed to this podcast, like, yes, I, I will admit there's been weeks where I don't have an episode or whatever, but like the commitment is still very much important almost as much as your nine to five, almost as yeah. much as your, yeah. your daily oh obligations.
1: I feel like I work, I mean, now it's gotten so big. I'm like, I'm almost like working a full-time job outside of my full yeah, time full-time job. job. Like, yeah. I spend most of my weekend just sitting there like filming stuff, editing stuff, posting stuff. So no, it's crazy. And I feel like I caught that spark and just wrote it and I figured out how to do it. And I mean, I, I work with a lot of other Boston content creators just from like reaching out and being like, Hey, let's do this. And it's, it's come a long way, which is amazing, but
0: there's so much power in a dm like seriously like Literally, people who yeah. like people are like oh i don't know like what if they don't see it I'm like well they're never going to see it if you don't send it so right. might as well just send it like I right. like and the worst thing they do is say no like like shout out this guy and I, i'm gonna put him i'm gonna because he's not a listener of the show but like Pat <laughs> oswald the voice of ratatouille like i oh, remember man. he was the first guy who dm me no like and i was like cool, man. Like, Hey, thanks for reading the DM. Like I have, trust me, I have a billion other people that have been, I've been left on red, but at least he gave me the time to say like, Hey, I'm too busy. Like, no, not right now. I'm like, whatever. Like, at least I got a response. So I remember like, that was my first like hard no, but I mean, I've definitely been let, let, left on red a hundred times. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Um, I, I think I've just like gotten really lucky from like reaching out to people I haven't really got a no yet I've just got a no response
0: yeah it's no <laughs> I'm response. sure I'll
1: reach a no in, in my time but I've gotten a lot of yeses which is just like if you're just cool to people and you're just like hey here's what I do let's like do this together let's work together a lot of times it's it's yes so I mean that was the case with yeah. and now he's like one of my best friends so
0: yeah and yeah. persistence works too like if totally. they don't say yes and they like they haven't even seen it yet you can also unsend the message and resend it
1: <laughs> I've done that before <laughs>
0: <laughs> thinking ahead thinking ahead yeah. oh i was good <laughs> but so i gotta ask too i mean obviously you know we talk about narcolepsy betsy where does the name come from here how did okay. the, how did the name because like fancy has his story
1: right and right I got,
0: so we have to find out your story here
1: i totally have a story and i actually texted i have to give full credit for um narcolepsy betsy to my friend sam amico she's mm. from Ricca. shout out sam shout out Sam. Um, she came up with the name back in college so it used to, it was actually my snapchat name forever and i just like Perfect. when i made a tiktok um i actually didn't want my work to like see tiktok at first so i just instead of my real name like put narcolepsy betsy but it comes from um maybe like four or five years ago in college they came out with like the plus size barbie and there was a meme going around of like Different Barbies with different like health conditions, like right. as, a, as a joke, I guess. And there was right. like, like Heartburn Heather or Diabetes <laughs> Debbie. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I think at I was a college cheerleader and um I think at cheer practice one day we were like rattling off each other's like diseases and what we would be as Barbies. And she came up, she was just like narcolepsy Betsy. And I was like, <laughs> that is perfect. I love that. And Betsy's actually my grandmother's name. So I kind of feel like my TikTok name is an homage to her. Um but, <laughs> I love it people think it's funny um I actually do have narcolepsy (laughs) oh wow oh wow
0: I didn't know that like uh, there's that's a fascination of like narcolepsy is interesting to me like just as much as lazy eyes are interesting to people like that's one that I'm like that just throws me for a loop like you just boom you're like see ya like or like I like the video on YouTube that gets me every time is the narcoleptic dog like I oh I've seen that oh it, uh, it warms my heart but it's also like hilarious right like he gets right. too excited to see his food boom asleep like I'm like this is how is this not com? <laughs> this is comedy like I <laughs> like this is hilarious
1: yeah so there's different types of narcolepsy I don't have the one we'll all just like, you just boom, drop off, yeah I don't have to be worn for this show but I have the one where I'm tired all the time and I like fall asleep I'm I take medication now and so I'm good but like back in high school if people knew me in high school I was asleep in every class
0: oh okay like,
1: um at college parties I used to like fall asleep and people wow. thought I was like super drunk and like blacking out at their party and then they were like no she just has narcolepsy like she's actually just falling asleep up, so
0: oh my yeah. gosh that's crazy it's been a so, wild ride. so you like you mentioned you also work a nine-to-five here in Boston in management so how has yeah. that balance been for you it's, it's obviously kind of like working two full-time jobs but yeah. how do you find the balance like what sort of i guess like liberties do you give up to make sure that you're having a perfect balance of the two <laughs>
1: funny question because everyone i know will be like she does way too much like she's always busy always doing something literally yeah. it'll be like for the moment i wake up to the moment i go to sleep i'm either like working or on my phone or sending a brandy dm or email or yeah. something but i've been actually working on <laughs> trying to find balance because it starts to really affect my mental health mm-hmm. um, and i've been working on my mental health a ton this summer but mm-hmm. um i think i've really given up like a lot of time with like friends and just doing social things and just like I mean, just relaxing and not having to worry about, okay, it's Sunday, I got to post a video or it's after work, I got to post post by 5 p.m. And- mm working with like okay I gotta get back to this brand by this certain day and stuff like that and it's a lot of work that goes behind it people don't realize like how long it actually takes to edit the video like um those like why aren't you in uniform videos that I make it's one of my like series that I do yeah by the time I like is all said and done I plan it out and film but it's like a seven second video it probably takes close to an hour to make
0: right it's like
1: right. <laughs> it takes a long time yeah to film videos and come up with the ideas and then like I don't like it the first time so I film it over and over and over again because I'm kind of a perfectionist but long story short to answer your question um I'm still working on finding balance and I guess Mm -hmm. it comes from like I have to say no to things and I have to be like no I can't um do this like weekend activity or I can't come to this thing or I, I don't spend as much time with my friends as I used to or I don't see family as much and I don't like haven't that I don't I haven't watched a tv show or a movie in like forever <laughs> same.
0: same I'm like so out of it at work everyone's right. talking about house of dragons and yeah. I like, I watched the one football game I got to tune into yesterday like right. anyone yeah. see that you know but I, yeah. it's so it, it's so interesting that you bring that up because I I 100% agree with you like the because I've been torn like I'm on the 50 yard line another football reference of yeah, like it. I've always told people to say yes in your early 20s say right. yes as much as you possibly can because you're never this young again it does come with a cost like there will be days where you're exhausted mentally physically emotionally exhausted but i'm also like you do have the power to say no or you do have the power to say let me get back to you on that yeah So say yes as much as you can right like to a point where you're not like draining yourself right but i
1: mean and i experienced yeah, I experienced that big time, and and I don't care about talking about this. I talked about it. I, I touched upon it on TikTok and social media a little bit, but I was um, mid-summer, mid-July. I was actually hospitalized for a while because, and it came up with a lot of things. But um, I actually just like I said yes to so many things, and I was doing so much. I went like, and I kind of went on a bender too. It was kind of like a I was drinking a lot and I was doing a lot of things with people because like these events that I go to with things with social media like are not alcohol I like, Yes, yeah. yes, yes to yeah. everyone around me. And I experienced a weekend where, like, I went on like a four day bender and didn't like eat or sleep for like four days straight. And I just ended up in the hospital and I was hospitalized for a while. And they worked on my physical health, mental health, and uh, I came out a lot better and a lot refreshed and like, okay, I got this. But I think a lot of it leading up to it was like, literally, my like doctors and stuff were, like you have to say no to things. Like you can't be working. Every day, every second, mm-hmm. all the time, you know, you have to like prioritize what actually works for you and say no to things. So like, definitely say yes, say yes to the big things, be like, yes, find a way to make it work, but find the boundaries to be like, no, or, Hey, can we do that another time to, um, to the things that don't fit in your schedule? So, yeah,
0: and, and, and like that, uh, first of all, thank you so much for sharing that. And oh. I, and I hope people listen to that, but it doesn't have to be that breaking point moment where you right. kind of have that, that come to realization yeah. Like it can be as something as simple as like I haven't cleaned my room in 3 days. Like <laughs> yeah. I am not saying yeah. that's me. I'm not saying that's me. I'm not saying so that's me, me but <laughs> that's there has totally. been days. There have 100% been days, weeks, months where I'm like I haven't done laundry in 3 weeks. Like thank yeah. god I have enough underwear, but I like it's just like simple things that you're like you take for granted. Like obviously like we we grew, like if you grew up in a household that like you know like the laundry got done or whatever like That's like, you take for granted. And now you're 25 years old adult that you're like, you have to do that. And you're like, but I also want to say yes to everybody. I want to go, I went to like John Franklin from the Circles comedy show on a Tuesday night. It was a blast. It was great to meet him and like, see all that. And like, then I was like, came home, like got off a plane, here we go. I got off a plane Monday night. Sorry, I'll redo that story. I took a plane from Utah to Boston on a a Tuesday night and woke up Wednesday morning, did a charity event. And then did like from eleven to five, went wow. to drinks with the charity event people that were coming in from California that I hadn't seen in a long time. Then at like at 7 o'clock, went to John Franklin's comedy show, hung out with him till midnight. Came home and realized like I have work the next morning, and yeah. I just dropped my bags off from my flight that I landed at six a.m. at like this morning. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! So it's like like like, that I just,
0: like me. you said to have a, like a come to Jesus moment, and like you yeah. just got to be like you know what. There's no podcast episode this week like I got to focus on me right, right. and I got to do me and that's that so it it doesn't always have to be like a hospital, like a hospitalization story
1: I don't yeah. want but no <laughs> but I because I to the hospital
0: right like I don't want people to be like okay I'll work till I'm hospitalized like work till you realize like I can't Learn find a me. pair of socks that I've been looking for for
1: a week and a half Yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah and it wasn't just I mean it wasn't just work it was it was a sure. lot that yeah. I had just ignored for a long time because so I was like oh I'm 24 I'm young and healthy I don't have to worry about these things and then everything just like imploded at once and it was like hey like I have like um I have really intense like an, depression and anxiety that I managed for a long time and it's just like I ignored it th- like after college for a long time and it was like hey you actually have to like take care of yourself and right. about these things before you can worry about your job and like social media and stuff like that but I mean I feel like I've been complaining about TikTok.
0: No, no. It's
1: fun. I have a good time. Yeah. I enjoy it.
0: And like well, just as much as you enjoy your work, like and there are days yeah. where you don't, and like that's a thing, like that's yeah. normal. So totally agree with you on that. So now I I, I know we kind of got I want to say off topic, but we went no, down no. one way. I want to bring it back one set one quick way. So yes. like I said, you you have a full time job, and you said you had a funny story about your boss finding your TikTok. So yeah. <laughs> this is always a funny story to me. Like I I've I laughed when my boss found my podcast. and right. It was very easy. It was I mean, like it's normal guy, lazy eye. Like it's not a hard podcast to find. Like if someone's gonna find it, it's gonna be found. Right. But anyway, so tell us your story. yeah, yeah, I like told it.
1: you that. But um, so I think for a long time at work, I think TikTok's a very like generational thing. So, like obviously a lot of the older people I work with don't have it and don't know what it is. And they're like, Oh, okay, you do that like cool. Yeah. But a lot of the people that are more my age, like have seen my videos, they'd be like, wait, like I saw a video with you in it, or someone sent me a video about Boston, and it was you, and, and so it got, it, more and more people were, like, figuring it out, like, last spring or whatever, and I was to the point where I was like, all right, I'm just gonna tell my boss before, like, <laughs> before she's like, hey, are you, like, a TikTok person? Right, so I'm pretty That's close to the funniest there. conversation. Um,
0: are you, like, a right. TikToker? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, it's like, how do you answer that like yes like um, are you an instagrammer
0: <laughs> so, like like yes,
1: yes. like <laughs> one of my coworkers is actually pretty close with her so I was like do you want to bring it up with her and then like well so she kind of brought it up with her and then I like talked to her in a meeting and she's like oh so you're doing this on the side and literally she said to me she's like oh well, just don't forget us when you're famous and I was like yeah. that is not what I expected out of this and I, I don't know why I was so nervous I don't even post anything about that but I was like she's gonna find out that i'm not like a real professional like
0: right person so um
1: no but i mean it's been great my work's super cool about it so i can't complain
0: i think there's like this like hidden like fear and i and i think like some people have posted about it and i don't know if it's a skit if like they got their boss in on it to do this but like i've seen a couple where like the the quote-unquote boss is like behind on a zoom call and was like so we found your tiktok and we have some questions and i'm like yeah. does this really happen like are people taking corporate time to be like sit down and have a 30 minute like putting time on someone's calendar to talk about i mean like if you're doing something crazy inappropriate or like yeah would deface a company's value or, or right. brand or whatever like yeah maybe you should be talked to about it but like i don't know some of the like some of the tiktoks that i've seen about like my boss found my tiktok i'm like i don't know
1: yeah, I don't right. know.
0: you're doing a great job acting. Shout out to your acting. <laughs> right, crew. right. Like,
1: you probably skits.
0: I don't know if I buy it. Yeah. Like right. and your I boss like wants to get TikTok famous, you know?
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it totally depends on like who the boss is too. But mine too was like, oh well, like if you ever want to work with Yeah, yes. well, I was yes. like <laughs> bosses nowadays are like okay run our social media (laughs) oh
0: my god yeah exactly exactly oh that's so true all right so we've talked a little bit about your time creating in boston but like what tell me a little bit more like and we talked about your collab with fenty what has it been like to 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 connect with these boston creators we've talked about how open a lot of these people are to just create here in this great city what has it been like for you just like getting to do these fun things with people you may not have even met if it wasn't for social media
1: fun so there's a group of us that actually recently has been just like not even as much making content together but just like hanging out um yeah. so fenty fried chicken mel's mantra as i've mentioned um sandy cheeked up um cassie uh jonah who um is on tiktok and um grace Gagnon. I'm trying to remember and um live shaponis mm-hmm. um, i think that's kind of the group but there's also a bunch of other creators that um I've worked with as well just doing Boston stuff here and there uh, we did a collab with basic suburban mom um and there's been a couple other ones um that I've worked with but it's fun we kind of just like hang out and we kind of it's fun to just like kind of like throw out ideas and just kind of be like it's almost like improv it's like yeah. acting out. like okay what if we did this kid or what if we did that what would you say will be this funny video and then we come up with ideas and like throw it all together. I know. Um, Fenty on this podcast t- talked about working with um a bunch of us to make like the Boston Roofie skit, which right. was um and and Joe. Fe- I don't know if like he- I call him Fenty Joe, or Fenty. Call yeah, him Joe or Fenty. Yeah, Joe or Fenty.
0: Yeah,
1: but whatever, Fenty Joe. Um, he <laughs> is like hardcore at this stuff. Like he showed up to that skit with a like, full thing was like being director and ordering people around and be like look this way do this do that and like it. it's the same thing when I go over his house He's like all right we're gonna red all just getting this get in time right. and I'm just like I'm like so the opposite I'm like Joe slow down but it's <laughs> cool because otherwise it would take like seven hours to get two videos done but um I make fun of him because I'm like hey Joe want to hang out and he's like bring a script over we're not like we're not out
0: hanging out unless you have a script right <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: but That's um no it, it's so fun because it's like we're friends but we also make content together and then like sometimes we'll actually go out in boston and people are like like you like, guys all hang out? yeah yeah <laughs> i know this is a podcast i'm like doing like
0: no 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 it's okay i love, that. Visual I love thing. that
1: but like they're yeah, like planning but... us out being like wait like realizing all at once i know all these people somehow mm-hmm. and um so it, it's funny it's cool to to kind of do it and it's definitely a local thing like if i step yeah. seconds outside of boston no one knows who i am but right it's been fun <laughs>
0: but i feel like it's it's unique to boston because like it it's like this, a small big city right like yeah and you're so close to all these creators like i feel like if you're in new york like if you're like a a, a creator in chelsea and you need to collab with someone in the upper east side like that's a month away like, right. like that's not happening and like but there's also close. and they're like the boroughs of boston are so close and like pretty like they are different but they're yeah they're easy to get to so exactly. you can just do yeah. that but like, like unless the I orange feel line like, shut down, but yeah, the, the, unless the orange line is shut down, we well, we made it, we made it through the no, orange line. No, we're back. Shut we talk. made good, it. We for us. We did it. Now the green Woo-hoo. line is still shut down, and the buses are still taking up traffic. So nothing really <laughs> changed. But anyways, uh, <laughs> um, it's like, but I feel like because you know, like a content creator in New York has a very, like honestly, a different view of New York than cool. their neighbors of 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 content. Like Boston is like very. It's, I don't want to say it's not changing, but it's like it's it's always been the city. So it's like fun to have like people doing the same con like doing content that I can speak to this entire audience of Boston and Bill Ricca and Wuber. Right, right. You know, and like because like people still want to be from Boston, you know what I mean? Right,
1: right. And um, and one thing I like I make a lot of content about and one thing I love about Boston that I think is so unique to Boston, there's other cities that are maybe like this. Like I've heard Philly's kind of like this, but in sure. the fact that I feel like in New York and LA and I know other co- content creators on this podcast have talked about how it's like it's a very different content scene but besides the content scene it's even just like the the fashion and the aesthetic of what people do because i mean i've the been out jackets in new york and, and the white tank tops and the jeans right. <laughs> right but like it's it's so like when you're going out in new york and la you dress like in your heels and your nicest outfit and it's like you have to be like very put together and very like i've gone out to boston bars wearing like a stupid t-shirt and it's like hey like you know like you wear whatever it's so casual it's so chill you just throw on like the same thing you wore the past six weekends and go out and just have a good time and you don't have to worry about oh the pictures and looking good nothing's about looking good it's like everyone looks (laughs) the same as each other no one's cooler no one's like it's even like i've been at like Southie bars before and girls have been wearing like dresses and heels and i'm like you are not from here
0: right (laughs) right the september first weekend is like the tall tale sign of that right like it's funny because like I was at Capo like that weekend, the first weekend in September, and I was like, Oh, look at all the people who just moved in. Like all the guys had a t-shirt from a vacation they don't care about anymore. So if they still yep. be on it, they don't care. Like khaki or light jeans and a backwards hat. And I was like, You have the Southie uniform on. Good job. Like, <laughs> you did like it, just right. as much as like I know you, I know the girls on TikTok like make fun of Boston girls wearing the same thing. Like yep. I'll I'll it's be the first to say. That. I'll be the first to say Boston boys like we've we've worn the same thing every bar everywhere. Like there's no <laughs> yep. there's nothing new. Like in the summer we might throw on a nice short sleeve button down. And might not might not put on a hat if our hair looks like exceptional, but other than that, it's just backwards hat.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> you can t- you can tell who's not from Boston by what they wear. Like if they're wearing a super out there, like more L.A. New York outfit. Like I I forget who it was. I was talking to a friend who's like not from here, and she was like, I wore a dress out to a bar, and like seventeen people asked me where I was from that night. Oh,
0: I mean, I have the perfect story of that. Like I, I mean, I when I went yeah. to Providence College, like my freshman year, first day, I went to a party at the Lax House. Shout out the Lax team, and I. <laughs> (laughs) I was wearing i'll never forget this i was wearing a providence t-shirt so that wasn't out of the norm but i had the california chubbies on shout out chubbies and like (laughs) if if you do you remember chubbies right like the five and a half inch inseam oh yeah yeah. the california ones are split red white and have the bear on the thigh like it's like very like obnoxious and i remember and i this girl came up to me and she asked me if i was gay and i said oh like, my god I, well, and like what? and i was like Who no but what made you ask that like i was like like you know and she goes you're just dressed differently and like you're you're nice to girls and i was like oh <laughs> like
1: what back up back up back up yeah. what yeah. So dress hold on hold on so so we're going for homosexuality with dress nice and like oh i wasn't dressed nice
0: beard. i was dressed quote different different That's
1: different and different. like decently nice human being okay yes
0: I was yeah because I was talking to my two friends from home who happened to be girls and that was that was out of the ordinary but it's fine we we, remained, so we remained good friends all four years because like I always <laughs> called her out for that story so oh my God. <laughs> but yeah it's just it's interesting because like 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 mine was a little bit more extreme but there are the the cases of like I I have definitely like transformed to a New Englander like I I like I have like hints of my California like style but I'm definitely like I'll dress like a New Englander here so I'm
1: a New Englander through and through I almost (laughs) don't know differently I mean I lived in Florida for four years and um and that was a little different And in New York for like a bit when I was little but um like growing up it was always bean boots Uggs there was a time in middle school it was like probably like 2010 was like peak like Uggs and North Face is like what you wore all the time and that was so New England and I'm like I've grown up in like Fred Sox gear, even like my brother's rooms growing up, were like covered in like Fred Sox, Patriots, Tom Brady, and that's yeah, just big poppy. Tom
0: Brady. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so yeah, New Englander through and through. Dunkin' I Donut. That's why when I got the Dunkin Sponsorship, I was like, I've been going to Dunkins since I was like, even my dad like used to go to like the original Dunkins when he was like a, a kid back in the 70s, like with his is mom, is he upset remember, that they like, changed
0: their name to Duncan and not Dunkin' Donuts? Or was he like, oh, yeah, yeah I uh, always remember yeah. he would
1: tell me it's Dunkin' Donuts because you would you're supposed to dunk your donut in your coffee because he would do that with his like mom's right. coffee and get a little taste. <laughs> oh,
0: <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> so see, like you New Englanders were hooked on caffeine like at a way earlier age than us, right. like 100%. I'm guaranteeing, like. like Yes, we had frappuccinos at Starbucks, but that was created here in Boston. So, like, you guys yeah. have been on that hook for like way longer than us.
1: I've literally been drinking like Dunkin' Donuts. I remember getting like iced coffees back in like elementary school and like breathing. See, that, that's
0: messed up. I wasn't even <laughs> allowed to have a Coke till I was like 15. So, don't even go there with me. Like-
1: <laughs> but even like, my parents would get Dunkin's all the time and I would just drink it. Like, yeah, just
0: chug it. Yeah, it's a caramel swirl. Sour- it's a caramel milkshake with caffeine in it. Like, like, What's the problem?
1: Hyper- <laughs> I'm like, so hyperactive now as an adult. I'm like, I've been drinking caffeine since I came out of the womb.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, all right. So is there a Boston content creator that you haven't collabed with that you've been dying to, to connect and collab with?
1: I think I have to. I mean, I've reached out to him, but I think I have to do something with Kevin Cooney. Okay, Um,
0: well, Kevin Cooney, big fan of the show, so let's make that happen. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Kevin Cooney, if you're (laughs) listening to this, let's collab. Um, I think he's busy. I'm busy too, but um, no, he was a senior when I was a freshman in high school. I don't remember much about him, but like, um, he played football with my brother, and um, he's always had this big, giant personality. He like did the news back in high school, and yeah, I remember seeing him as like a huge Boston guy, and I'm like, what? Like a couple years ago, because he's been big for a while, but it's crazy to see he's always been like that too. At least as much as I remember. So
0: yeah. I mean like like what he does on cameo and like just like the just always on attitude i love it like i yeah. i, I, I want to i just want to see him like out to dinner like see what like see like i'm not saying when he turns like the, the character off because like i don't want to like say he like turns a character on or off but like like what is he just like with like with his girlfriend at the at, at, like dinner in the north end like is he just like throwing tables around <laughs>
1: <laughs> i genuinely think that's his personality like i think he might what I, I remember in high school yeah, like he was—he was a big personality. I don't know if it was him or like one of his friends, but there was somebody who used to like bump a speaker through the hallways and like I love that. Big personality, I love so that. I don't know, I but shout that. out to him. He's cool. Yeah,
0: get, let's make this collab happen. I love that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're okay. So a little bit of a different question here, and I'm always interested to hear how creators pose this question or answer this question. Where do you think Boston content creators are currently missing out?
1: Interesting question. Um hard to say i mean like i think what the typical like when i think influencer i think of like la coachella like that kind yeah. of thing where like there's like these big events that like yeah. all like the big concerts and the big things that everyone's being invited to and it's like Boston's so almost like i mean there's some creators that are like kind of bigger out there but a lot of the ones who do boston-based content like i don't know everyday maggie fenty um tommy garino, like yeah all, and i love all of them i there's no bossing creator I can really like complain about because they're right. all awesome. But um, I think they're me. really really. No, <laughs> no you're all. Complain awesome. about yeah. me? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, seriously, I love this podcast. I like to listen you. to it genuinely. I'm a big. Thank fan. you. Um, honored to be on here.
0: <laughs> stop! Seriously. Stop! Stop! I didn't pay you. Stop! Stop! Stop!
1: No. <laughs> big fan. But um, I think it's that like when like the LA and the New York influencers are. They're not like um. Tied to their city, you know. I mean, mm. some of them are, but it's more just like they have these big brands, they have these big events, and they're really influential all over the country. I think Boston, a lot of times, is kind of centered around just Boston, New England. So yeah. it'd be cool to see that grow a little bit. I, I don't really know how, but like, because um, Boston is so unique, and it's the content we make is so unique to it, which is which I love. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, seeing more like brands coming into these creators and having not like a coachella because coachella culture wouldn't fly here but
0: Uh -uh. (laughs) Mm i don't know maybe
1: boston calling i love music i'm yeah a lover of concerts and all those type of things so i
0: think i 100 agree with you i think boston calling needs to like kind of wake up a little bit and and bring you guys out there and me um we could do a live podcast on stage no um but
1: literally we'll do
0: it (laughs) but like it's like like you're such it's such a good point on like boston creators are a little bit more tied to the city than yeah. that of like an la based mm-hmm. content creator i think about like a story connor coin told on this show like he'll he does great obviously here in new england he does great yeah. boston content. oh shout out to
1: him i haven't brought up him yeah yet. right
0: one person boston you forgot creator. there you go no <laughs> but he says like he'll do videos back home in st louis and they just they they flop but yeah. like and and I'll use his words. I'm not saying that, but like, it's, it, you know, it's it, so it's interesting how tied we are to our city, but also there should be a con like a more, I hate to say like a VidCon or like, it's like, it sounds like it could turn right. into like a fire fest, but something like we're boss and calling brings content creators out right, or, right. or like do something at leader bank pavilion. Like obviously right. we're all near seaport. We can make that happen. So I don't know there. I just, I guess the greater Boston population outside of those that are like 20 to 29 or like 20 to 35 haven't really like grasped that yet. I feel like Mm -hmm. in LA, New York, like those people that are above 30, 35 are like, yeah, I tried that and you're doing great. So let's keep it up. Like it's, it's just a little bit more accepted out there, Mm -hmm. you know, than it is here in Boston.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, I remember seeing like Coachella this past year, like Revolfest Fest was like the big thing and all the influencers were there and that kind of thing. I mean. and so it'd be cool to see, I mean, eventually it'd be cool to see something like that, but for, I mean, for now I can't complain. I'm, um, it's fun. I, I do get invited to a lot of events and it's cool. I mean, there's events I go to where there's like other creators there and I'm like, oh, Hey, I know you or I, um, right. collabed here. Um, yeah, I, I keep like, forget another, um, big creator. I've like done a video with, and I'm cool with her too, is i um, Kristen Schick. She's awesome. She does a little more of like the aesthetic type of content. that's not as Boston based. And I think, um, her and a couple of other creators like that are almost they've kind of figured out where it's like hey they're not quite as Boston based like they're showing off their cool apartments and their, mm-hmm. their fashion stuff and their products and they've kind of have started to like level it up a little bit yeah um, but yeah
0: it's interesting I like I you know I, I love the content but it, it would always be interesting to see like where we could grow as creators too totally so as you know Obviously, everyone talks about social media in kind of a negative light a lot of the ways, but you, uh, and from this conversation, we've talked a lot about a little bit more like the positivity outside of of social media. So like, it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, we, you know, everyone thinks like, like, I'm trying to think, like, everyone talks about how people talk about filters too much or editing their bodies in Photoshop. But I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast today, or this, this week, or whatever, if you're tuning into this episode. Like you, you can kind of see this as more of a hey, these are two people that have found a way to make social media kind of in a positive way, whether totally. it's, you know, kind of going from our nine to fives to creating this other world that we can be a part of or create and meet with people that we can be like we can meet right here in the city. What has that been like for you kind of on the positive side of social media?
1: Right. Well, like I think a lot of people, like sometimes it's so funny because like people either like, have tiktok or don't there's like no in between people either like addicted to tiktok or they've never downloaded it yeah um so i think people social media has changed a lot in the past like four or five years like i remember living the days like i think 2017 2018 was prime like instagram culture where it was so like post the, at least as a girl, post the third straps, edit your body. Like it's all about how we look and polished and clean and mm-hmm. looking. So like I'm doing all the most things, but it's kind of had this shift now of like, even with the app, be real. Mm. And like, even with the way that like people post like photo dumps now on Instagram. It's not as like these clean, perfect curated Instagram feed. It's kind of just like, oh, here's a blurry picture of me out with my friends and here's something stupid. And that's kind of my whole aesthetic anyway, is like (laughs) posting dumb stuff, but (laughs) this is the real me here on a a silver platter. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that social media gets a bad rap. Mm -hmm. Like um, I think a lot of people are stuck in the, oh my God, I hated it when I like would scroll through Instagram and it was all these perfect girls of fake perfect bodies and that's not what it is anymore especially with TikTok um I think what people don't realize is that TikTok is almost just a media now it's not even a social media because since it's and this is what I tell a lot of like businesses that are trying to grow on TikTok and stuff it's not follower based it's for you page based right Mm, so instead of seeing your friends posts and the stuff of your own community which is like what social media was originally built for, what the Facebook and the original Instagram was built for. um, It's now you're seeing the content that's like filtered towards you and your interest and stuff like that. Like if you're interested in cooking or um, sports, you'll see that kind of stuff on your For You page. And the people behind that are those creators that are creating content for the um, purpose of use of the Um, viewer seeing it right right? so it's almost that point where it's like it's getting to be like scrolling through tiktok is like scrolling through or going through the channels on a tv back 20 years ago (laughs) yeah so it really is becoming more of a media and with that it's so many positive messages have come out of it like um especially since like the younger generation is using it like therapy super popular yeah um it's like impossible to get a therapist now i mean i have a therapist and um it's everyone in the industry is like yeah it's so hard to get a therapist right now because therapy is so popular another thing that's really popular is sobriety i'm doing a um i've posted on tiktok but i'm doing a sober till october um just to kind of almost kind of just like a detox from the summer yeah. from being like hey i just want to reset right um but sobriety is so popular i actually have a friend um shout out alexa got me on to um this whole sobriety kick because she was like, okay, like I'm not drinking. I like the way I feel when I'm not drinking. And, um, she got onto it from TikTok because there's so many people out there with all this information of like, here's what alcohol does to your body. Um, and same with like therapy and mental health and like, Hey, this is important. And it's like putting out these messages that are actually real and important and talking about important issues instead of just scrolling through the curated perfect instagram girls you know
0: absolutely um
1: there is that side of social media that's awesome and and again with the boston roofie epidemic it's like um we've really been able to use social media to get our message out there because people don't really watch the news anymore like i mean people share things on facebook and posts like that but it's not the same it's not like you're seeing this video talking about it i saw a video about a girl um the other day talking about how fentanyl poisoning is like the number one killer of adults 18 to 45 and nobody knows about it but because of the video it's like being talked about so right it's awesome it's yeah it's
0: it's very interesting i i love your your analogy of like how tiktok today is kind of like scrolling through the channels of of tv 20 years ago because like i think about like back in the heyday of YouTube and I'm not saying YouTube's like going away but no, it's like a million views on a video on YouTube was like a big freaking deal like right. if you if you if your video got a million views like that that's a huge video huge success right now like you see people who have profiles that get millions of views every single day.
1: I know. It's so crazy. Like,
0: like the, the reach, if you're sitting here and you're like, oh, like, oh, maybe reach a couple people. Like, yes, there are days where my videos flop or whatever, or like my podcast right. flops, but like the, the potential of reaching hundreds of thousands of people it's on crazy. a daily basis is insane.
1: Right. That's and that's, yeah. And that's why I feel like too, is I've kind of had this kind of, um. I don't know, this like shift in perspective around what I'm posting and what I'm per- putting out there. Cause I'm like, okay, what if this like young girl saw this and thought this way? Or like even the short King content, like what if a short high school boy sees this and is like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Cause I'm not tall enough, you know, type of thing. So I've really tried to like be, I am really careful about the things I put out there. And I try not to like swear. I try to be like, if I was a 13 year old go- girl watching my videos, be something that's like not harmful to them and right. stuff like that so it's it is really important as a content creator that you recognize your audience and the things you're putting out there and um things you're promoting so
0: 100 percent. and i and i love that point right there so like let's let's wrap that in a bow perfect yeah totally i love th- i love you know, that we so talk forever <laughs> and stop and see no it's <laughs> literally but so let's, let's do a little bit, something a little bit more fun here, a little bit yeah. more rapid fire base. We could do Chrissy's Boston favorites. We did yep. this with Fenty. I know you, I, I feel like you're cheating. Like you listen to Fenty. Do <laughs> you know these are coming? No, it's fine. I'm just um, writing off his coat You're tail. like, you actually, like, actually, here's my list. No,
1: <laughs> right. Like literally here's here, here, here it is.
0: Yeah, okay. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to be judging you if you take longer. No, I'm kidding. All no, right. I
1: actually <laughs> haven't thought this through. This is going to be super like, thank
0: God. Yes. Okay. Perfect moment. Yep great all right so i know you're doing sober till october but the first one is what's your favorite boston bar
1: okay i'll say it on here i haven't even said this one on tiktok because i've wanted to gatekeep this for so long if anyone knows me my favorite bar and you'll know this somerville the Burren. nothing tops the Burren. that must oh be your favorite my place my god
0: that just came out of left field okay yeah. now i have follow-up questions yeah
1: okay
0: um front or back of the house sorry
1: are you kidding me? Back room. Okay. By the burn, I specifically mean the back room. You okay. go back there. It is the grossest dive bar. There's a certain smell to the burn where you're it's like
0: the wood. It's the beer in the wood. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows that. Or at least, at least that's what I'm going to tell myself. That's what the smell is. I don't know. what it is, uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. It might be the same. Be-
0: you know, the the stale beer on the wood, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally stale beer and like <laughs> who knows
0: what. Oh, wow! But, wow! The yeah. burn. Shout out the Burren. Look at you. That you is, made the list.
1: I've had some insane nights there. The music there is just fantastic. Um, it is, it's is—it's such a niche. Like, Tufts Thursday nights there are incredible. I used to call it like not I can't do
0: it anymore. I can't do it. It's just, like, such I a scene. It's so, such um, a scene.
1: The bender that sent me to the hospital one of the nights I was on stage at the Burren.
0: On stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> live performing. Chrissy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just brought me up there. Like... I, I used to be I was a regular there for a while.
0: I love that. So I love that. I haven't wait, been back wait.
1: since July, but
0: that's so funny. So we we um I remember this was like last summer. So it was uh 2021. Mm-hmm. Chris Rudiger, who who we've had on the show, he's a, a country music singer yep. from uh Lexington, but he now lives in Nashville. He was doing a show at the ever um at the Night Shiftbury Tap House in Everett I'll put quotations around that it's not really yeah. in Everett but you got it and we went to the Burren afterwards <laughs> and I remember on our way he drove us to the Burren and I was like talking to him I was like all right what's one song like now that you're off stage and like we can we can talk you know I was like what's one song that when you ask like when people ask to play it you're like I'll play it but I hate doing this song for the thousandth time it was Wagon Wheel by by Darius <laughs> and like I should have like I was like that that I mean that in like Sweet Home Alabama I could have like checked yeah. that out but then we get to the Burren and, and like the third song that the band starts playing was Wagon Wheel. And I was like, classic.
1: Back room too. Back room. Yep, I was like, this yep. is a little Usually slow for the like, back room. The nights that I love going there are um like the early nights, like, rock. Are, like the <laughs> early 2000s rock. I brought my mother came to visit me in Somerville once and she was like, give me the full Boston experience um, in. <laughs> I was like, we're going to the burn.
0: Love it. <laughs> so Love I took it. my
1: mother to the burn and it was a Thursday night. I didn't think it was gonna be packed. It was packed.
0: What a tough Thursday night. It
1: was like she was like getting beer spilled on her, and she was just like, Yeah. Like, oh, it was a Jonas Brothers cover band that night. And, wow. Uh, yeah.
0: Wow. She was like, I'm
1: not coming back to Boston for a while.
0: Yeah, I don't blame her. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. All right. So where would you take or where would you want to be take taken?
1: Oh, um, want to be taken. So I'm not the one taking. Or you, could, or you could take, or you could
0: take, I mean, it's 2022. Like you could take or, you know, someone could take you, but where's like your favorite first date spot here in Boston?
1: Oh God. Um, <laughs> bold of you to assume I get taken on first dates. Um, <laughs> God, that's, a, I, I think sushi is my go-to and okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I haven't really thought this through. There's probably a better answer, but somewhere, but I'm going to go Fuji, okay. um, Fuji, specifically the one in Quincy, Um, because I've been going there since I was a kid and they've remodeled it, but um, that is like top tier. So I like that. I'm going to go Fuji and Quincy.
0: Nice. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'll take that. Sushi for a first date, though, can go one of two ways, probably. Like, hopefully, they're not allergic to like, fish <laughs> oh
1: god i hope not i mean i'm like <laughs> i hope not that would be if
0: they're from new england they're probably not like you just you kind of just I think suck it up be like games. are you
1: a sushi person because you're either a sushi person or you're not Or
0: you're not. Like, right exactly you're a tiktok person or you're not so. yeah exactly all right so if you had to pick one uh, because i know we've talked about this for a while but okay. uh socks celtics or bruins game or, pa- oh. or i guess patriots game but those are the three here in boston so Sox, celtics or bruins
1: Okay. I mean, if I, if I, it's going to be, I'm going to the Patriots like actually this upcoming Sunday with my family. So obviously Patriots, I mean, Bragg. I cheered for a nice. Patriots game like no. back in 2012. It was cool. It's like when Tom Brady was back when team, they were but... good. <laughs> yeah. Um, back when they were good. Yeah. But Red Sox, definitely. Like just the experience of a Red Sox game. And I talked about it. I've been going since I was a kid and just like waiting for sweet Caroline. And I remember like getting like the ice cream and an upside down Red Sox hat. It's just like an experience, like, a night at Fenway is just incredible. So okay. definitely I love and that pick shut up Bruins and Celtics, but definitely Red Sox.
0: I love that pick too. All right. So I wasn't going to ask this one because it's obvious, but um, yep. Starbucks or Dunkin is obviously going to be Dunkin. I'll, <laughs> obviously gonna, Dunkin. Yep. I'm going to assume that for you, but yep. what's your, what's your go-to order there? At okay.
1: um, so if it's seasonal, it might be a pumpkin, but usually it's a uh, medium cold brew with extra oat milk and two pumps of mocha. And just two pumps, it's like the perfect amount of mocha, where it's not too sweet and still mm. tastes like bitter-ish coffee. But like every day going to work, I have my iced coffee. And like, <laughs>
0: Love that
1: almost to a fault. So
0: see, yeah. when I was at Providence, we had a Dunkin' in Providence, and I used because I didn't know Dunkin' from a hole in the wall. Like I, I, yeah, I obviously so knew the brand, but like that, that's not like Dunkin' is not a thing in California. So wow. I, they actually opened like a couple. It's so funny. They opened one like down the street from my house in california like my freshman year of college and like not as good though in other states i know it doesn't do as well but yeah. there was like three friends that went to providence from my hometown and we would like meet there <laughs> like yeah. we were hanging out in the summer like let's go somewhere where we know
1: <laughs> duncan i saw exactly. a tiktok recently that was like there was, it was some people traveling in like hawaii or somewhere like way out far away yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you're from boston yeah do you don't know, do you want to know where the nearest duncan is
0: <laughs> oh jeez, so. that's funny but i my- always like Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry.
1: No, I was going to say, whenever I travel, I like come back to Logan airport and the Duncan's there. I'm like, oh
0: thank God yeah <laughs> but so I used to, like when I went to Providence I would just order like for the first few days I would just order whatever the person in front of me ordered because I didn't know how like what was like what was good like what what did people like and I just figured like okay like, yeah like they they want your answer quick so I was like yeah. I right, yeah, just whatever that was that maybe my
1: regular
0: yeah meaning my regular right it's like I don't even know what that meant until like I got it I was like oh this is cream and sugar like
1: mm-hmm
0: like i was like i'm good but, yeah and then and then i settled on a medium iced caramel swirl with almond milk and then i remember when i started dating my girlfriend senior year she's like ditch the freaking caramel swirl you're already putting sweetened vanilla almond milk and i was like all right fine so yeah every day when i go hey, to don't dump- let her
1: dictate how you I know excuse <laughs> you <laughs> but, uh- <laughs> no sure she's but, a great woman
0: yeah for 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 health benefits uh- <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> But my my regular order now I've upgraded to a large, but it's large iced coffee with almond milk. Just I'm I'm like so New England. I'm so quick with it now. Like I'm I'm good.
1: I gotta have my mocha, but I'll get there. I'll get to the. I think I went through. It's okay. Health you health know what? You, you health do health health
0: you, health you. You do you. Right, right. Exactly. But it was so funny. Fenty got a lot of heat on his episode um, because he said that Duncan's food is better than Starbucks. Not heat from me. Heat from some listeners. I <laughs> heard got some DMs. He said because he said the bagels are really good and. Um, my father who's Jewish will not approve of that. So uh, how, where do you rate the Duncan food? I will get a bacon, egg and cheese from Duncan and eat it great. Like it's fine, but I wouldn't put it up there as one of the best bagels.
1: I mean, no, I mean, it's just, (laughs) okay. Well, first of all, for me, I am gluten-free, so I can't eat anything. Shout out
0: gluten-free. Are you, do you have
1: celiac? i don't know I, okay I don't but if you're so, gluten-free
0: but... not by choice then then you're okay you're a fan yeah. of like <laughs> we're a fan of you so it's Kane's donuts Kane's donuts and saugus has some great yes. gluten-free donuts gluten-free are
1: yes, you gluten-free it, too
0: i'm not but my girlfriend has celiac oh. so i am i'm the oh, I like I am like, i'm the <laughs> prince of celiac here in boston like i i know oh. all the spots <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's there's some good spots. Boston's a good city to be gluten-free. But um
0: Which is surprising. you think it wouldn't be because of like the Italian influence here, but it's actually got some good spots. There's
1: even spots in the North End that have yeah. really good gluten-free.
0: Famiglio, Giorgio. Um,
1: yep. And um Benevento too.
0: Yeah. Look yeah. at us Um look at But
1: us. so back to that. Before I was gluten free. Yes. Um I'm still gonna go Duncan's food. I'll 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 do Fenty's. Okay. because okay. um I mean, no, it's not a New York bagel, but just I, think, well, I was a cheerleader for 13 years, and like the only thing that was open after cheer practice was like we would always get Dunkin', and so just yeah. like a butter, a plain bagel with butter is like right. perfect.
0: Yeah, like, I'll, give, perfect, that. Like,
1: I'll give you that. Perfect, like filler. That. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. I said
0: so I'll give you that. I'll give you that because Starbucks oh. food is like it's always too small. Like I'm eating like a, a tiny little sandwich.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you and you know it's just like I mean this is another like sorry I, I interrupt. <laughs>
0: No, this, this is a podcast. We can talk about it whatever you want to talk about.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. But um, I think it's like a Boston thing to not like things that are too artsy or like too like- Fair. Like a artisanal. Set, you know what I'm saying? You know? <laughs> which, is, which is Starbucks food. Like they have the spinach and like the little like the special names to things. Duncan is just like bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Right. <laughs> Take it or leave it, you know?
0: Exactly. I, I'll never forget when I left for Utah a couple weeks ago. I had, I, like, the first flight out, so 6.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever, and the Duncan and the Delta Terminal right by the gates, like, it's, like, a tiny little Duncan, it's not the one in the, you know what I'm talking about, it's not in the A Terminal by the, and so, by the escalators, but it's, yeah, anyway, yeah. I'm, like, I'm giving you the lay of the land of Logan Airport, like, what a great podcast, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> I remember getting in line at, like, 4.30 in the morning, and they were, like, We are out of plain bagels. We're out of all bagels except for English muffins and sourdough bread. And I thought people were going to lose it. Oh, my God. It was comedy. It was comedy. Like, people were (laughs) flipping out. They didn't fill my coffee all the way, which I was pretty pissed about. Wasn't happy about that one. Yeah. Just like, it was just like an inch, you know, which, like, you could have put just a little bit more effort in. Like, I know it's early. I know you're tired, but, like, you fill it up, you know? I know. I know. (laughs) anyways back to our this or that or our yeah. Boston favorites here okay lobster roll hot or cold
1: fun fact I hate lobster, I, 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 had a really, lobster fan.
0: I was driving home today I'm not even kidding I was driving home. I was like I might skip this one because I bet you she like might not like lobster
1: that's so funny because my whole family I mean so sorry to my family yesterday they had like a whole lobster fest event oh, up course. in New Hampshire and I didn't go well first of all because I had so much like com- content to film and do and I felt badly about it but um <laughs> I don't like lobster. <laughs> Fine. I think no. I remember, like, first of all, picking apart an animal just like <laughs> makes me sick to my stomach. And I have a vivid memory of eating lobster because every year we have this family event with lobster. I ate it when I was three years old and like puked all over the carpet. Oh, that's <laughs> a, you, <laughs> can you can never then, go then, I'm back like from lobster.
0: Yeah, you can never go back from that. Like, but, I'm this. There's a couple of drinks that I do that, and I'm like I can't do it anymore. So I mean, like, it's not lobster, but it's like <laughs> fireball specifically. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: Totally understand that, but I mean I wish I liked lobster rolls. They're cool. Like I wish I could like hot summer day be like, oh lobster roll. Like I gotta imagine the cold ones are better, hot Yes. Cold. But yes, um, I mean, I I think I tried one before and I've been like, eh, not. Oh, okay. Good.
0: All right. Well, yeah. I don't want to bring that vivid memory back for you, so we'll skip that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you thought that I just wouldn't like I don't know. I don't, like this is like
0: something I like literally popped in my head. I was like, I don't know, maybe she might not like lobster, you know? <laughs> I was like seeing where this, con- I was like, I knew where this conversation was going to No, I'm <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: All
0: right. So this is the last one and it's not really Boston related, but it's, it gets everyone okay. every time and, and it really makes them think. And it t- says a lot about a person. So right. uh, you're on a road trip, yeah. like could be cross country, could be, yeah, whatever. We'll just say up to, up to leaf, leaf peeping season. Okay. Yeah. You get two beverages And three snacks for the road trip. To you know, you get it at a gas station. You don't get to like get some fancy stuff at home. Like you're pulling up to the gas station, two beverages, three snacks. What are you picking?
1: Okay, all right. We'll start with beverages first of all. Um, the glacier, like light blue Gatorade, is always top tier. With if if they have it, sometimes they don't have it. The blue one or the yellow one with the, the top, the special top that you can like, like drink out of the sports top. It tastes better out of that one. Yes. I, my friends make very fun important the second top
0: <laughs> but <laughs> oh man that's great um
1: and then it's so boring but i am the biggest water girl on the planet like i am okay. obsessed with bottled water i have one right here yeah right so
0: now. we're gonna be stopping water. at the restroom for you for sure on this road trip yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Specific, specifically
1: it. at uh, smart water
0: oh wow okay got People it
1: have gotten me smart waters for christmas before because like oh. i love them that much so definitely gonna go gatorade smart water but then uh snacks i'm gonna go ha- har- haribo haribo yeah gummy
0: bears. gummy bears yeah
1: um the so i'm gonna do a fruity one i'll do a, a chocolate at um the reese's pretzel the ones with the pretzels inside they're wow.
0: wild card pick wild card pick okay i love
1: them they're gluten free when i was first gluten free someone gave one to me that was gluten free and they're like free. They are like, isn't that funny interesting okay so, like gluten-free pretzels inside the Reese's fun then, fact
0: I think gluten-free pretzels are better than regular pretzels yeah like I'm should, not a big pretzel girl yeah yeah Octoberfest <laughs> see ya I'm good
1: Tell <laughs> <laughs> because so I know my gas station order like that
0: yeah good um, no this is great <laughs>
1: <and> then, <laughs> I'm like specifically exactly here's what yeah,
0: i yeah, yeah. aisle four. Jesus. you can't miss um yeah exactly
1: <laughs> yeah and then I'm gonna pick a chip I'll do like a salty it's mm-hmm. gonna be um the baked lays the barbecue kind
0: best ones by far. Good. Wow. That was easy. And like, those are all pretty (laughs) good picks. I love the specific Gatorade. I I, like the twisty top, obviously rates higher than anything else or the the sucky top, whatever you want to call it.
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) It's not a good sound to it, but
0: it's innocent I promise but the Reese's that was it out that was a little bit outside but for your it's reason good. it was perfect so good job yeah. great job well done well done all you. Right, so you beat the you, you got through all the Boston favorites now it's time to, I've asked you plenty of questions I know you're like this is I'm good wrap it up but now you get to no, flip no. the mic to you and you get to ask me anything so feel free you can fire away a lot of okay. people have asked about swimming a lot of people have asked about podcasting but you can ask about anything here
1: yeah, I mean, so someone must have asked you before because I haven't listened to every episode. Have you How dare you?
0: How dare you? Where did you not find 95 hours in between when we, we met to listen I've to every to episode? i listened
1: to all the Boston people and a couple other ones, but okay. Um, I'll get there. I'll get to all okay. 95. Thank you. Um, and
0: rate it five stars while you're at it. No. <laughs> I
1: will. I will. <laughs> um, ha- has someone asked your gas station order?
0: Uh, Yes, but I can give it to you if you want. Um I mean-
1: if they've you can just roll it off quick okay
0: all right all right so i i too am a I, this is an out of bounds pick and i know i'm gonna get a lot of flack for this i'm a purple gatorade guy purple oh. g2
1: okay Is like a oh, big g2. one of those
0: Two. purple g2 and it, because i'll be hydrated with that i'm gonna go a, a diet coke i'm a okay like I don't drink it as much anymore as i'd love to for health reasons uh <laughs> but if i get an offer to drink one i will um and then snacks it's going to be <clears throat> checks Mix, um, the standard, like, blue bag. That's my salty. Then I'm going to go peanut butter M&Ms. It's, that's going to be an interesting, like, you know, I, I did a poll on my Instagram, Reese's Pieces. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Reese's Pieces. Versus... <laughs>
1: Reese's Pieces, yeah.
0: No, it's not pieces of trash. It's pieces of trash. <laughs> Reese's... So Reese's Pieces yeah. or...
1: <laughs> or, i say
0: pieces too oh, it's okay or peanut butter m ms and it was literally 50 50. so peanut butter m m's have more peanut butter in them and i'll stick to that and then my third snack is the um because i'm not gluten-free the um the the sourdough pretzel like knobs um, but the yeah. honey mustard ones
1: oh, i used to love those wow. i'm I haven't thought about those since I was gluten-free those are fantastic the, the like it's like the Snyder's like Snyder's honey yeah honey exactly oh so good
0: yeah or the or the Snyder's honey wheat ones like the stick oh. the longer stick ones okay so either of those whichever the gas station has I know that's a that's a that's a fake pick because I picked four there but whatever right same. so there, there's on, my gas station order
1: <laughs> while we're on gas station snacks I have to think especially with the peanut butter M&M's I think of my dad but okay. um I just picture like you're a kid, you get your gas station snack on a road trip and the dad's driving and he reaches behind the back. Oh my and He like, God. puts a hand out to grab a couple. That's like universal experience.
0: Oh my God. I have the best story for you. So okay. we, oh, wow. when we were touring colleges, my twin brother and I, so we couldn't go to the same school and we couldn't go to school where we can come home and do laundry on the weekends. So we did an East Coast college tour. We each to pick three schools. My brother picked Towson, Marist and uh, West Virginia nice and I picked Providence Bryant and then we we flew back to Evansville Indiana but while we were on this road trip up the coast we started in West Virginia then we went to Poughkeepsie then we went to Towson whatever uh we stopped at like a a candy store like I want to say an M&M store but like it definitely was I don't know like we didn't go to like New York City or anything but anyways we had these giant bags of M&Ms and my dad was so pissed at us because he was driving and couldn't eat his bag of M&M's. And yeah. all he saw was my brother and I and they yeah. were just like handful in it. And he's like, that's it, put the bags down. No one's eating until we pull <laughs> over. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> like, So instead of going hand back and like like eating some of ours he just said no one gets m&ms till i get m&ms
1: oh my gosh i used to go on i've i mean kind of a memory too i used to do so many road trips as a kid because we used to drive back and forth from like new england to florida here there and everywhere but like i never liked it but for some reason everyone in my family was big on to beef jerky and so like they pass it around the car and it would smell terrible in my opinion but like my my dad would have this joke or they'd be like oh can i have some beef jerky and he'd be like i'll give you some beef but don't call me jerky
0: <laughs> Oh god that's like, a that is a dad, a dad joke 10.0 yeah. like on the rick yeah, <laughs> 10.0 on the Richter scale for a dad joke there
1: <laughs> right right like all the dad jokes but um oh. all right so i guess i guess your order is my my one question um and i guess another one is um like what's your what's your experience and what's your take on the whole boston tiktok scene like how did you when did you first remember seeing my videos or someone else's videos? Ooh, like good question. Yeah. Good
0: question. Okay. So I was a I'll say I'm not a creator as much as I'm a scroller on TikTok. Yep. So what I found interesting about Boston content, it was very much similar to like what we talked about. It's just like the call it niche. Um audience that you play to but because everyone knows from whoop from you know from north shore to south shore everyone knows boston content like but in the boston humor Mm -hmm. so i just i and i i've always wanted to be a part of a big city so i've always like i like gravitated towards that type of content because i like learned it quickly i learned the humor i learned the jokes so that i could like be a part of it Mm -hmm. um and i and it was it was like a domino effect so i want to say the first true content creator from boston that we had on the show was and if if it was someone sooner i apologize i think it was kevin okay and then that trickled to quickly like then it was Connor Coin. Then it was uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Uh, I know Fenty's obviously in there. You, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting because like obviously I follow these people on TikTok and Instagram after the fact, and then like it just like it's a waterfall. Like you guys all meet each other, and I'm just like boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. So that's how yeah. I kind of got like introduced to the Boston content scene, and I've I've loved it. And like, yeah. it's funny, like I ask very similar questions and like, I'll try and ask different questions, but everyone has different and unique answers to very oh. similar questions, especially in Boston. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
1: I think it's unique to, uh, at least the people on this podcast, being a girl, like kind of like comedy influencers so different from from being a guy especially like i think like me and fenty are very similar like we'll both go out in public when people recognize him in public they kind of like are like oh tiktok like haha but people to me are like more genuine so it's like i don't know why just because i'm a girl and he's a guy like it's weirder for him to be doing tiktok than me or I don't know and i also think like um girl it's because
0: they it's because they wish they it. could do it honestly right like, right just, right it's, it's like the whole like oh you're so you're a tiktoker like yeah you like you <laughs> kind of wish you were don't you like, like yeah while you, while you sip on that vodka soda at capo you wish right. you're <laughs> Yeah. <Sure.
1: laughs> it's like oh you're a tiktoker like uh but um no i mean but the girls who recognize i've been recognized in public and it's like oh my gosh i love your videos you're so hilarious and like mm. i told that to fenty once he's like people tell you that people like are like, oh TikTok to me. Right. Like, okay, that's definitely a different experience. But I also think being a girl is it's like girls are a lot more like judgmental of like what I do. And they're like, oh I saw your video on this. Like what did you mean by that? Or like, like
0: what do you mean sometimes- what do I mean? Like it's a the, joke. Right. <laughs> like
1: there's a lot of right. And it's like there's a lot of pressure to like, especially as a girl, like to like be like quote unquote like real and not being fake, which I think I am a lot of the time, but like Sometimes, like, I'll see people from, like, my real life or, like, like friends that are, like, oh, like, you don't post enough about your real life. And I'm, like, about, like, what my job is or, like, my what, like, my, like, day-to-day. And I'm, like... Yeah. Okay, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to put that on TikTok. I don't and want. It's to okay to keep job. things
0: separate. hundred right, percent. Right. It's not like you're living like a fantasy land. Like, you know what you post is what you do on a Saturday night. Like, exactly. Like, so, like, what? If nothing's different. I'm just
1: yeah choosing yeah. to
0: post when I post. Like, it's not crazy.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's funny because separate. most of the backlash I've gotten is from like people in my life who are like, "What is this? What are you doing?" And are kind of. It like, always is. Of it. hundred so, um, percent.
0: I, I I I like. I don't think my brother has listened to an episode of this podcast. Love you. Love you, buddy. And like, if you are listening, thanks. But like, he, like I, he said something like, I'll never
1: forget. I was like, like he wanted to talk about
0: um, a book he read, um, The Power of Now by uh, Eckhart Tolle. And like, oh
1: my gosh, my brother read that too. He's yeah. So-
0: and like, I had a great podcast with Andrew Murnane, who is an incredible content creator out in New yeah. York. Oh, wow. And like very unique and like, I would, if Andrew's listening to this, like I was nervous for your interview. I like, <laughs> I just felt like I was way too dumb for this conversation. And I did a lot yeah. of research and I did a lot of prep. And we talked about that book. And I was like, hey, Aaron, like, I don't care, put it in the same one blast, but um, <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I've, i I've like, mentioned a million names in this book. I was like,
0: I was like, I was like, I actually did a podcast with this guy named Andrew Murnane talking about that book. And he's like, why would I listen to it? I read the book, and I was like, all right, fair, like, or he'll be like, I already know what you said. Like I already, I already listened to you. I'm like, I don't really talk at you during a podcast. I just like to ask questions and chime in here and there, but it's just like, right. okay, like fair, like whatever. And like, you know, it's just like, it's interesting. People like have this, like, yeah, but you should be doing this kind of mentality. Right. Like of, people try and like, tell
1: me what I should be doing. And I'm like, no like yeah. especially and like a lot of times people have like good like good advice but um and, and I love that I love when people yeah. are like oh here's an idea you should make a tick because I've had friends be like, oh, you should, you should do this trend you should make a tick tock which don't get me wrong I love that and I'm not talking about that I love mm. the support and I honestly like 90% of my friends and family are like super supportive but there's always like those few people who are like oh like what is this why do you do this oh like you think you're so cool type of vibe and it's like sorry like um, they're like oh you're just doing it for the money type of
0: thing yeah I was gonna say like the perfect example I have of that was we had Lydia Keating on the show who is a big she's she's got I think she's got like four million now or something like that yeah or a million I don't know but she's she's like Rhode Island Boston New York now and like when she she used to live out in California Mm -hmm. um originally from Rhode Island and then moved back to Rhode Island and everyone in LA gets it they like they get your creative freedom, they get that you want to post content, they get it, yeah in Rhode Island, and you go to a family cookout or you go to a family reunion, it's almost like they want to see like your receipts, your like spreadsheet. how are you right. making money like this I, something doesn't add up, and it's it's like it doesn't have to right now, right right like if I'm financially screwed, I'll tell you like but like. And I'm not this is not yeah. paying my bills. Like I'm oh, I will care I will tell people that to the day that I stopped this podcast, right. it never paid for a single bill. But I'm having fun doing it. So yeah,
1: let it live. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally let it rip and then when it gets big, it gets big. And yeah, I mean your podcast is amazing and you should thank you. that So we're you. really gonna stop to
0: complimenting it because people are gonna start to think that I like I like asked you to say all this nice This
1: is sponsorship. Yeah. No, no, no. This is just I'm so happy to be here. It's awesome. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Um, well unfortunately we've got, Oh, do you have any more questions? I don't want no, to I think off.
1: those are my, I'm, those, those are your two. Right
0: okay. Those are good questions. Thank you for yeah. asking those. All right. So we've gotten to the point of the show where we ask you the final question here and right. we ask all of our guests. And since you're such a big fan of the show, you know, this is, <laughs> um, but if you were to write your autobiography today, what would be the title of it and why?
1: Right. So I was actually thinking about this on the way I've, I've like kind of rolled through a couple of thoughts, but um, it would be so simple. Um, it would be called my way which is um it, i have a tattoo it's um well i know podcast can't see it but um it's right on my arm. <laughs> okay TikTok of it too Love but it. it's actually in my um late grandfather's handwriting he is he was a pretty cool dude he wrote his own eulogy and um, i took it right out of that but wow. um it's, it's an yeah cool 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 thing cool way
0: to go out i guess seriously you know? yeah
1: wow. But um, he he wrote the whole thing about the song "My Way" by Frank Sinatra and um, referenced it a lot. But um, I think it's it, it's really meaningful to me, and a lot of people like really think it resonates with me because I do not do anything in a conventional way at all. <laughs> like the way I live my life and the way I do things is not like right. conventional. At I'm so different from all my friends, and not to be like I'm the girl that's different, right. but like
0: right.
1: yeah, I just do things in a very unconventional way in my. I mean, I don't have, I mean, I'm 24. I've been single my whole life. Like I don't really have those goals of like settle down, get married, Mm -hmm. have a nine to five job the rest of my life. I'm kind of just like, I want to go out and travel and meet people and do new things. And now that that's unique to like just me, but, um, I don't know. I'm just. My own, You're own doing it your way my own way and yeah it's my way so i
0: love that great answer great <laughs> answer and you and you were quick too so i'm giving you credit because a lot of people you know it, it takes time to, to think this through you, you thought great. about it beforehand so well done uh great. but but chrissy this has been an absolute blast i was looking forward to this sh- this show for so long and i'm so glad to have you on and, and to have this conversation so thank you so much for coming on it, it really was it was really fun
1: no thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it so yeah
0: Awesome. Well, we'll have to stay in touch. And I guess, I I don't know, like, are we going to the burn or what?
1: (laughs) We'll have to go to the burn. We'll have to hit the burn. I'll I'll have to go back. We'll, we'll, um, uh, Yeah, the Chrissy revenge tour
0: here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Perfect. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: So a big thank you to Chrissy for coming on this week's show and sharing more about her story. I, I really love doing these truly Boston centric episodes. I know a lot of you come from the area surrounding Boston and in the city. So, I hope that you are enjoying these just as much as I am. And for those of you that are outside the city or outside the country and learning more about Boston, come on over. We got some great food, got some great people, got some great sports. So a big thank you to you guys for listening to this week's episode. I'm always so thankful for you guys. I appreciate you being patient with me as we get some new episodes up and running here in the fall and winter, we're going to keep this show going as 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 much as we can. I know we're so close to episode 100, so we want to make sure that we're giving you guys the best episodes that we can. So without further ado, be sure to go check Chrissy out on social media uh, at Betsy on TikTok and Instagram. I'll leave links in the description of this week's show. You can check us out on Instagram and TikTok by NormalGuyLazyEye, and that does it for all my shameless plugs. I will see you all next week.